0: Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We are recording on Fat Tuesday in Louisville, Kentucky. We had a nice day today. Richard, I know, is at home today. Richard, uh, are you celebrating Fat Tuesday? Are you gorging yourself on jambalaya or uh, maybe some etouffee, maybe knocking back some hurricanes? What's happening at your house?
1: You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I completely forgot it was Fat Tuesday um i can't believe it is fat tuesday um it's uh so to answer your question no i would that sounds really good now i'm kind of wishing i should go out and grab some after this
0: (laughs) yeah get a beignet for dessert um yeah yeah it's uh it it's early this year we got an early easter so that means very early 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 mardi gras this is about the time of the mardi gras miracle the uh uk comeback it was in mid-february it was an early year like this for anybody who uh, remembers that from the '90s, but um, we're we're kind of festive at the Nolan House, as you know. So we've got some uh, some jambalaya upstairs that I'm going to eat after we get done here with dinner. Uh, Elizabeth picked up some cookies from Plains Bakery that are some Mardi Gras festive stuff. So um, we're we're uh, going to have a little Fat Tuesday fun around here, which basically Do means you have any I...
1: leftover king cake,
0: <clears throat> dude? We can't talk about the king cake. I'm so damn pissed about the king cake. Um, <laughs> So this is what happened uh, after, you know, we, we had a big Super Bowl party at our house on Sunday, and we'll get to that in a minute. But Richard and Maisie brought a king cake, which I thought was a very clever and novel idea for Super Bowl Sunday right before Mardi Gras. And it was delicious. It was a chocolate praline situation. It was so good. So we ate a lot of it. Now, McKinley had some boys in the night downstairs. They, they watched the Super Bowl, had a little party themselves, and they were spending the night downstairs. No big deal. So Elizabeth and I cut ourselves a piece of king cake, uh, put it in two separate Tupperwares, and that was going to kind of be our breakfast or take it to lunch or whatever, put it in the fridge. And then we took the rest of the king cake down for the boys. Now, normally you would think that's how that goes, right? I got up the next morning very excited to eat my king cake uh, as I got ready for work and rolling into work, a little coffee, a little king cake, sounds good. And it was gone. It was gone. So... Um the boys decided McKinley decided that uh, those were emergency cakes because the cake we brought him wasn't enough and we must have put emergency <laughs> slices.
1: Yes, yes, cuz doomsday's looming and we need emergency cake. Because cakes.
0: when you see two slices of cake in two separate containers with two separate parents and they've already given you cake doesn't it stand to reason that that cake might be for the adults?
1: I don't know you're dealing with teenagers. So good. God. it's all open season.
0: It's unbelievable. It's all good. Those boys are all good. They're all good kids, but uh, they went nuts at our house this weekend. There was very little food left on Monday morning. I will say that. And we had some leftovers. Um, you know, we did have some Buffalo chicken dip leftover and I was just snacking on that for a minute before I started the episode. So uh,
1: it was um, delicious. And I'm surprised that is still just regular heat. uh, uh which hot sauce do you use, Texas Pete?
0: I use Franks. Now, if I want to bring the heat, I use Louisiana, But no. I used to use Louisiana, and it was too hot for so many people that I backed it down to Franks. Um, but if I want to bring it, I use Louisiana
1: that was uh, that was spicy. I enjoyed it. I was like, I didn't I don't think I realized that uh, Franks was that hot for regular buffalo sauce,
0: yeah, it's it's it is. I think it's the quantity or the proportion or something. but uh, I love that dip. I make it. I, I was i was I was eating it. I was thinking, I probably won't have this again for eight months. You know, I I do it several times during football season. And then after football season's over, don't really make it anymore. And uh, so, so long Buffalo. That's disappointing. I know. Well, maybe we'll do that again. McKinley was just having some saying this shit is so good. So um, we might, we might find an excuse for it uh, at a cookout or something fun. So um, with that, let's get, uh, let's get down to business. First of all, thanks to everybody for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Last week when we talked about, the super bowl and some other things we're going to get to to tallying that up in a minute but uh we had a great weekend and got some great listens so thanks to everybody who's listening and enjoying the show tell your friends we love it we love hearing from you too you can get to us at the good midlife podcast on instagram you can email us at thegoodmidlife at gmail.com. You can reach Richard at Kenshin Crew on Instagram. And I will take that and lead into our weekend wrap-up where we talk about what we did this weekend. Richard is on his A to Z challenge. If you follow him on Kenshin Crew, you saw he took his lovely bride to Cafe Classico on Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville, Kentucky. And Richard, uh, you were underwhelmed. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, underwhelmed is the the best way to describe it. Um, I uh, was amazed how all over the place the menu was. I I looked at it before and didn't really soak in, but it's uh, a menu that's kind of all over the place. Um, They have, we had the frites, the Belgium palm frites um, that were okay. I mean, I, if you're gonna put palm Frites on there, I could be wrong on this, but I think they were uh, Cisco brand French fries they were using. Oh yeah! Um, Did they the, serve them they with mayonnaise
0: were, if they were Belgian? Uh,
1: they served them with uh, kind of a uh, like a Southwest ranch and a Chipotle ranch or Chipotle sauce, and then ketchup.
0: Yeah, Belgian uh, requires uh mayonnaise yeah, right gar- that's a, a, mayonnaise some, some variety maoli. yeah right yeah. that's right that's right okay yeah
1: and Continue. um and then Maisie had a caesar salad that was a little underwhelming and um and uh, the margarita pizza which uh, i'm not gonna lie to you it, it didn't it didn't look very appetizing um and then i had the like a chicken dish and it was the smallest chicken breast i've ever had in my life and it was served with these little Rose, uh, risotto uh it looked like it came from their paella i guess hmm. um it was just overall i'd say disappointing i mean it was i mean it was and it was definitely not worth the bill we got i'll say that so disappointing i would probably give it a um uh, 6 out of 10 maybe i've um, never so. i've never
0: been there so um i i've driven past it a thousand times but never been there and don't know much about it but what you're telling me is for c you probably should have chosen chilies,
1: Chewy's chilies,
0: uh-huh. yeah, I see that. yeah, okay, um, all
1: right, all right. Um, there, there's uh, <laughs> we thought about Capital Grill, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't do that. Captain but, D's, uh, Captain D's, yeah, uh, and there's Charlie's right across the street from our house, yeah, and then, there you go. Um, yeah, so there, there was a lot of choices we could have picked, and I'm not going to lie to you. That was uh, – out of – we, we're now three letters in. It's That was probably the most disappointing of them all. Oh, are you all so keeping far. a ranking? Are you guys ranking them? You should rank them.
0: That would be awesome. It's not too late to start that. Rank them like – right.
1: Yeah, that that's a good idea. That that might have to come to an end. I I was also thinking something for kitchen crew and I, I have my artistic wife hopefully working on it where it's it's the fork rating where it's like the oh, yeah. the times of a fork is I, I think that's what they're called. And yeah, yeah, it's just that's like tight. and if you get a one, it's the middle one and it's not very good. So I would <laughs> excellent. say this, I love that. Yeah, I love the, yeah, the so, one uh, is yeah, that's copyright excellent. pending people. Okay, cool. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, it was, I, I would probably give it a two out of four.
0: Yeah. Well, while you were doing that, um, we had hung out earlier in the afternoon on Saturday with our good friends at saints and, um, had uh, some beers, watched the UK basketball game, which we'll get to in just a moment. But, uh, I had calzone there and I love saints. I've had their pizza. I've had their wings. I've had appetizers. I love it. Calzone was amazing. Um, and it was cheaper than what you ate, and it kicked your ass. Whatever it was, I will guarantee you, it was really good. <laughs> Our zone at Saints kicked Cafe Classico's ass today. So
1: well, I, I did enjoy the the text that you sent me, the saying you had that, because I was originally my original plan was when we went to Saints, I was like, oh, I'll get an appetizer before I go, and that was going to be a piece that was going to get to be a pizza, and I didn't end up doing it because the God knows that game was awful, but. And I didn't do it, so I'm very jealous of your your calzone. Yeah, so it was I good hate
0: you. Yeah, the uh, the other gym and I both got a calzone, and uh, he said no no human should eat all of this, but I'm gonna do it, which yeah. I did as well. It was very good. Um, that was my meal for the day, and uh, no problem. It was really good. Um, while we were at Saints, we watched um, some bad basketball again this week. It's a theme: back to back Saturdays watching Kentucky lose at home. We talked about it last week. They had never lost three at home. And now it's happened. Lost to Gonzaga. I mean, what the hell, man?
1: Yeah, uh, it's. uh, I've said it before, and it's it's a reoccurring theme now. Is this like, I've never seen a coach with more talent in how many years has he been here now? Thirteen.
0: Yeah, something
1: fourteen, something like that. But anyway, I've never seen a coach squander talent more in my life. And I will stick by that now. Now, if he turns it around and finishes off the season with a Final Four run, good for him. But right now, it's just like the man looks inept. He looks outcoached every single game. And he is squandering one of the best talents we've had in a while. I don't understand how a team can just fizzle out like this. Now, injury has parts of it, but overall it's just there's a lot to the coaching now i'll tell you what
0: i mean this team is very good offensively but they can't get behind because they can't make defensive stops we talked about this saturday they they can't you've got to make consecutive stops to get back in the game and they can't do it and you talked about coaching and, and you can like gonzaga or not there are people who have different opinions of them being in a small conference and all that but I mean, Mark Few outcoached Cal on Saturday evening because, I mean, the the way they ran their sets offensively, what they were prepared to do defensively, they were awesome. I mean, that's a team that is was projected to be out of the tournament coming into that game, and that didn't look like a team that shouldn't be in the NCAA tournament, did it to you? That looked like a tournament no, team.
1: Yeah, that looked like a tournament team.
0: It sure did. It seems
1: like every team, it's like, since UNC Wilmington, every team is like we've been playing and it's typical teams coming to Kentucky and playing. It's just like, but at the same time as there was a Matt Jones made a good point about like how that's like Cal made a bit used to make statements. Like nobody comes to our house and, and well, Cal, it's three times in a row now that you've been humiliated and it could be a fourth. It could be a fourth
0: tonight. It's Ole Miss at nine o'clock and they should beat Ole Miss. They're better than Ole Miss, but they're coached by Chris Beard. They've been a week off for a week. They had, they've had a long stretch, so they've been prepping for this game. Nine o'clock. Now Cal has been hard on the fans a little bit lately, and uh, he can't complain about the last three games at home, the losses, because the Tennessee game and the Florida game and the Gonzaga game were up was loud. The fans brought it. They were there early, and I feel like tonight, nine o'clock, Tuesday, after three in a row losing at home. There might be some fans that take the night off. This might not be a great crowd. I'm concerned about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a late game and it's just like, I I have no plans to watch it. I'm going to be very honest. Like I have to, uh, one, it's late and two, it's, I'm just, it's Cal is, I I, I, I just got to take a break. I mean, it's bad and, and maybe they'll start playing better. I don't know, but it's just overall, it's, it's very, very – he's squandering an amazing talent. I don't know how this team beat North Carolina, a very good Miami team at the beginning of the season that we thought of. I mean, went toe-to-toe with Kansas, and I just don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And it, it's coach, The common denominator for the past five to ten seasons has been Cal. I mean, I hate to say it, but well, he this brings is- in the great talent, and he just – poops
0: the bed. This is the time of year. I think I've talked about this on the show before where the the cal teams that struggle in December and January, they get better in February and March. And the last few years it has kind of been inverse. Like we've we've been okay, but then once the meat of conference season comes on, not quite so good. So We'll see. They can still turn it around. This is a team that has a lot of offensive potential. If they get a good draw in the tournament. They could certainly get hot, win three in a row, hit shoot threes, get to the elite eight, and then once you get there, it's a coin flip. And um, we'll see. But uh, not to dwell on any further. But that was a disappointing loss, and uh, we'll we'll keep going. And um, hopefully, they can right the ship and they can start tonight. And uh, as you know, in the SEC. Kentucky schedule is always backloaded with tough games. So
1: the yeah. next three weeks yeah.
0: are going to be really brutal. Uh, so they need this one tonight at home. So I'll be watching nine o'clock. I'll uh, that's kind of a perfect time for me on a Tuesday night. We're going to record the show. I'm going to have some dinner and then we might watch something on TV and I will have it um, on the side watching the cats. Speaking of watching stuff on TV, there was uh, a little TV event Sunday evening, the Super Bowl. Had a little party, had a lot of fun, watched it. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things. Before I go through kind of what we talked about in our notes, did you see the ratings for the Super Bowl came out today? Did you see this?
1: No, I did not.
0: $120 million, the biggest Jesus. network event, uh, the, the biggest thing watched in America on one platform ever in the history of television, $120 million, basically a third of America watch this and when you hear 120 million it sounds low it sounds high when you think about a third of america i'm like what were the other two-thirds doing like i get it if you're working like i i worked in a hospital before or you know if you're if you second shift in a factory or you're at walmart and you're you're, you're got to work till 10 o'clock i got it
1: um, is that tv's on though i mean see they, i don't like, know maybe
0: it's tv's on i i it was 120 I, mean, I think million people stays. watched it
1: if it's TV's on on that channel, then you got to add like kind of what we like, did. Yeah, right,
0: and right. On average, people five it?
1: four people. So it's yeah. probably it's probably even higher than that. But I don't know if they take in those demographics like that.
0: Right, I don't know. Regardless, it's the biggest thing ever on television, um, and I know a lot of people want to chalk that up to the Taylor Swift effect. And for sure, it matters. It's important. But I think it's the greater thing is just the cultural event that the Super Bowl is now. I mean, I mean, who do you know that doesn't watch it? I know you said your mom didn't watch it or wasn't going to watch it. But I mean, everybody that I know watched it. I, well, yeah, my unless you're just not into sports at all, like I've got a, a coworker who is um, a gay man and he and his partner don't know shit about sports, don't care about it. They're not going to watch it. That's fine. And that's great. Um, but like my my mom watched it. She's a sports girl. She she loves it. Elizabeth's parents are not huge sports people. They watched it. So I mean, it's just it's such a cultural phenomenon that um I think, you know, I I, I think last week on the show I called it the um American holiday or something like that. And it really is. It's 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 truly an all American uh, situation. So
1: Well it needs to, we talked about it at work on Monday because it's just like one, it either needs to be pushed uh President's Day weekend, where Monday is off. Yeah, and, and yeah. It, it it needs to be a holiday. I mean, it really, really needs to be a holiday. So well,
0: I would rather see it on Saturday, since yeah, we have or a week push, off. Push like to
1: it, Saturday, yeah, just yeah.
0: do it Saturday. So can you even imagine how loose it would get it in these parties in in the flyover states if we had Super Bowl Saturday and. Everybody could just lose their mind and not have to go to work the next day. Holy shit. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. But anyway, we watched it. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. Lots of people at our house. Um, And Richard, last week, you and I, we went head to head on some picks uh, with regards to, you know, spreads over unders. Who's going to catch a touchdown pass? um, uh, All manner of things. He's going to lead at halftime. And I tallied it up. And let me see how many of these we had 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 categories. I got you this time 11 to four.
1: <laughs> That's great. That, that is great. But that. you had
0: San Francisco winning and you had a lot more people scoring touchdowns than I did. That was a big difference. And uh, I had Kansas City in the under and that hit. Uh, unfortunately none of my other bets hit. Uh, so that, that was probably a, I think Vegas did well in that because the props were weird. You know, I don't think anybody was betting me Hardman to, to catch touchdown pass over Brandon Iuke or, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, Debo Samuel. So, uh, or George Kittle for that matter. So I think that's, uh, that was a weird one in terms of Vegas. So,
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was a, I mean, it, I don't know. It just, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going into the game and then it happened. And then there was, I mean, it's just like, I don't, I don't, that that's, that's a tough game to rig in. I mean, it's just like the NFL got their way because they had Taylor Swift there. They probably got a lot more viewers because of that. I mean, there, there's just, uh, there's just, it was a frustrating game. I mean, it's just like, but, I will say San Francisco started looking very bad in the second half and did not right the ship. They look like world beaters in the first quarter. Second quarter, they kind of looked – they were controlling the game, and then th- they went into halftime and just – I don't know what happened. Well, here's they, the... get, they had a good handshake at, at halftime or something. I don't know. It was just bad.
0: Well, here's the thing. They couldn't get to the end zone. They could move the ball. And this is the thing we talked about last week when I talked about liking the under – was kansas city's defense is really good they're really really good we think about kansas city as an offensive team but this was a defensive driven team this year and they did what they had to do when san francisco moved the ball they only got to the end zone once everything else was field goals for san francisco and you know you got to get get home and uh well it
1: it was almost it was it was a very boring game up until the third and fourth quarter i mean it was it was a definitely it's like both defenses played incredible
0: yeah wait and a minute san francisco it, got home twice because they had that blocked extra point on the yeah, second touchdown. Yeah. they got two yeah. touchdowns so i, I corrected myself but still same kansas city's defense did stop them uh from from getting touchdowns yeah go ahead so. sorry i didn't mean to jump you off i yeah, realized that's I'd okay and, and then
1: out. uh speaking of the game did you uh see joe biden's post uh on I the didn't, uh, Instagram,
0: I did not. What did uh, what did POTUS have to say?
1: POTUS had a image of himself um with glowing red eyes, and this is on Joe Biden's. Oh, I,
0: I I saw the picture, but I didn't I didn't read about and it. Go ahead,
1: tell me about it. Just like it says, just like we drew it up, Chiefs. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It's been hacked. It's still up. It's been up for 24 hours. So I, at first I was like, oh, he's been, the site's been hacked or something like that. I don't know, or something weird, but uh, it, it's, it's pretty funny.
0: Okay. It, it's a good it, it,
1: joke or. I, I If it's a joke, I kind of
0: love it because yeah. it's, it's plays in the conspiracy theories. Now you don't think the game was rigged, right?
1: No, I don't. No, I think that's, I, I think, I, I think that is there's way too many things going on and that that's it. i don't know how you would do it i really don't have the first clue how that you could make that happen i don't
0: either we have a friend who was uh, adamant that uh, it was going to end with a travis kelsey touchdown in the end zone because that's what they were building up for and um, praise the lord that that didn't happen because all of the deep conspiracies are nonsense and like we talked about last week, there's no way the NFL is going to rig this. They, did they want the Chiefs to win? I totally think they did. No different than they wanted the Tom Brady Patriots to keep winning because you love them or you hate them. Nobody moves the dial like a dynasty. It's like Duke yeah. basketball when Kay was there. No, I, I want to say people watch Kentucky, and they do, but nobody moves the dial like Duke when they were good because you either tuned in because you loved them or you tuned in because you wanted them to lose. And it's the same thing with Kansas city. Now it was the same thing with new England for years. And that's exactly what the NFL wants. And it has nothing yep. to do with Taylor Swift or Joe Biden or aliens or anything else. It's all about getting eyes on the TV and that's, yeah. and they got what they wanted. So, yep. Uh, and it was good. Second ever overtime game, which was very fun and uh, not the most. And do you know who game. the
1: office coordinator was in the last overtime game.
0: Uh, it was the defensive coordinator, Kyle, or or the offense, right? Kyle Shanahan in in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah,
1: Kyle Shanahan yeah.
0: was in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Now, did you have any favorite commercials in in this year's? You know, I
1: I hate to say it. It's just like I, I I didn't see any commercials that stood out. Like that's really good. So no, I did not. I did. I was I was kind of distracted eating stuff in my face, so I didn't really get to see many of them. I, I had, should go back and watch them.
0: I had three I really liked. And there were some others that were good. And I really thought this crop of commercial was a little bit better than the last couple of years because I thought like last year was kind of lame. But um I think my favorite was the Michael Sarah commercial for CeraVe, face cream. Yeah.
1: That was yeah, I do remember hilarious.
0: That, that was so amazing. I loved that one. Uh, it was genius. I also loved the DoorDash commercial where you know they remembered something but forgot something else and um you know the big money spin there was the jennifer aniston forgetting uh
1: oh, david yeah. schwimmer david
0: schwimmer I, yeah. yeah but the other stuff was funny like the sneaky good one was jelly roll like seeing himself in the mirror and like what happened to my face and then trying to wash <laughs> it off and uh the dude going to work with no pants on it was that was a really good one and then um maybe my favorite was the Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Tom Brady and J-Lo. That was so good. That That, was my favorite. Yeah, I do.
1: Yeah, I got to say that. And if if you're in Instagram, they have follow-up to that.
0: Oh, really? It's like
1: outtakes for that or them filming the commercial or – Like Matt Damon, it's like I saw one where Matt Damon turns to Ben Affleck and's like, Do you think they'll ever let us back into Boston after this? (laughs) And he's like, Very unlikely. (laughs) Um, So it's like they're carrying it through pretty well, and it's pretty damn funny. That, that I will say, I agree with you. That, that was pretty damn funny. So overall,
0: I said, I'd do anything for you. This is anything.
1: (laughs) That's my favorite.
0: I love that commercial. It's so good. So good. Well, it was a very fun night, and it's a bittersweet day because it's fun it's a great party and we you know put the pads and helmets away for several months and and we'll see football again in August and um you know we'll focus on basketball and horse racing and taking vacations and doing all the fun stuff that, that otherwise but uh football's a real heartbeat for this uh this this time of year so great great uh not the best Super Bowl to watch ever, but it ended up being a good second half and a good finish so uh, as always a good time. Now, I want to go to something else because I want to go back to sports. We're going to stay in the sports lane for a second because I want to go back to our visit to Saints. And Saints is our kind of our neighborhood bar. I love this place. The, the people there are awesome. Um, Amber, Jamie, Kelly, they're just the best bar staff, and they run the best bar in town. And it, it, Secondary to that, they have the best bathrooms in town. If you ever are in a bar and you need a bathroom, they have the cleanest, best bathrooms in town. And uh, I'm going to shout them out right there. That, that's unsolicited. That's just facts. But as you're sitting watching a couple of basketball games as we were Saturday, drinking a few beers or a few Diet Cokes, whatever it is, you ultimately have to go to the urinal. And we had a little debate at the table about urinals. And uh, Richard, do you want to pick this up and uh, talk about what happened?
1: Yeah. So uh, as Jim alluded to, we, we imbibed a little bit and had uh, a couple of beverages and went to the bathroom or the, in the men's room and in the men's room, there are three urinals. And when I walked in, there is a guy standing right in the middle of the urinals. He has one on his right, one on his left, but right smack in the middle. Now, when I came back, I had to ask, is there certain etiquette as it goes to when you go into the bathroom, how do you pick your urinal position? And we all agreed that that was poor situational awareness and just bad form. You don't go straight middle. It's like you, you have to create space. There was nobody in there before him. The place was completely dead. And it's just like it just, it just makes for uncomfortableness. Would you ideally you want,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. You ideally want a one urinal spacing between you and somebody. Yes, else. and it's not even yeah. like a weird thing. It's not like, like my wife says, when y'all go into the bathroom, what do y'all do? Do y'all sword fight or whatever? I'm like, no, like we don't look at each other's dicks. But at the same time, just uh, just give a little space. It's all right. Just a uh, you know, just a one urinal spacing. If you can do it, you can't always do it. It's halftime of a football game. We're gonna be standing right next to one another. It's fine. No big deal. But uh, you walk in, there's three urinals. You go to the, the left one, you go to the right one. You don't go straight center, right? If there's yeah. eight, you know, or if there's five, you don't go straight center or whatever. You know, you, you go in, you, whatever. But you give the opportunity to give space, I guess, is the thing. And Richard brought this up, and he brought it up to all the dudes at the table. All the dudes at the table said the same thing.
1: Space. Moron. Yeah.
0: Now. After you left, I will say this. I'm going to out somebody. This is happening. One of the dudes at the table, I went to the bathroom. He was already in there. There was nobody else in there. He went straight center. I was like, why are you in the center? We just talked about this. Like, I don't care.
1: He's like, "Ah." I I know who it is. (laughs) And I will. We will talk offline, to, And then we will scold that individual. The next time we see him,
0: we're going to order a code red.
1: Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's <was> just like, <laughs> I'm not that mad about it. I'm just going to piss right here.
1: So situational awareness, moron.
0: Uh, it's, or, or, or or, should it be spatial awareness? Like Tony Romo yeah. said 8,000 yeah. times during the Super yes. Bowl.
1: That That is spatial true. Awareness. I think he said it more times than we saw, uh, uh, clips of, uh, uh, taylor swift
0: yeah if you had the over on that there's a
1: payoff yeah you'd be rich
0: hey what'd you think of usher
1: he wasn't bad i mean it wasn't it's i mean it it was a it, he played his music it did well and and brought out old school stuff and it, i mean it was pretty good i it was it the best ever absolutely not there was there was talks about that and it's just like okay were there everybody I needs, seen that. yeah Unbelievable. oh yeah no no yeah no no well was not
0: listen that was not a show for us that was a show for the middle aged ladies and um i got i got to apologize to america jill we'll we'll just call it jill i I got to apologize to america for the way jill acted at my house like she was losing her mind she wanted him to keep taking the clothes off like he took the shirt off then she was just like what are you going to take off next buddy like rip the tank off let's get those pants going like it was, uh, it was something, and uh, the middle-aged ladies really, really enjoyed the usher. Now, even Elizabeth, she was talking about like that, and she said, "I thought his arms were awesome." And McKinley's like, "His arms are really small; he couldn't deadlift that much."
1: <laughs> like,
0: okay, duly noted, but it's working for me. Uh, carry on. Um, I thought it was good. I uh, it, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I have a massive crush on Alicia Keys, so I was really excited to see her and i i she's so good she was awesome yeah, she
1: is good she's beautiful she is
0: good yeah. and beautiful there's nothing wrong with her i love her and um good to see luda and little john out there that was pretty fun right that was kind of fun yeah um, yeah but it wasn't my favorite it was it was um neither over nor underwhelming it was just whelming i guess if it's neither over yeah nor. it just well yeah. yeah it was good it's fun um good Super Bowl halftime. Uh I haven't talked to Jill to see if she's recovered. I hope that she has. Uh when you hear this, Jill, please make let me know that you're okay.
1: Um I was thinking about you. We're
0: yeah, thinking about you. We're very, very concerned. So you sent me a was that a spin article this week, or was that yeah. uh it was a spin article about the best stoner movies? Yes. And this is yes. a hard, this is a hard left turn here, but I want to talk about this for a minute. And uh do you have that pulled up or do you remember? I do. One? Yeah. Okay, okay. you've got it pulled up. So I'm gonna give all you right. points on this. You take it.
1: Yeah, so Spin magazine on Instagram posted the best stoner movies of all time. And they go as the following Reefer Madness from nineteen thirty six. Have you ever seen Reefer Madness? Ben? No. Not I, I, I think either. I've seen I think I've seen black like black and white clips of it, like like hysterical people act like so, I think I might have seen parts of it, um, just as a promo, like this is ridiculous kind of stuff. They used um, to
0: show it when I was a kid. They would show yeah. it sometimes on the weekend on like the independent channel, free cable, right? the the independent channel that would just show old movies randomly. And I think they showed that I would they would advertise for showing it sometimes. And I'm like six, and I don't know what briefer is, and I'm just. I don't know what the hell that is. Are they like scuba diving or something? I don't know, but uh, yeah. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. Is Not... that? A, I mean, it... I mean, Booger was. I mean, yeah, he smoked weed, but is it a good stoner movie?
0: I wouldn't. Friday? I would. I...
1: Okay, sorry. Keep going. Yeah.
0: No, no, I was just gonna say I wouldn't call Revenge of the Nerds a stoner movie.
1: I would either. I, and, and we'll talk about other movies that belong on this list friday maybe i can kind of see it uh big lebowski yes but again there's other movies out there outside of providence 1999 never seen it
0: i remember that and i think i saw it but i don't remember anything about it
1: uh next one is american beauty okay okay hang on little-
0: that that this that's the one that pissed me off because that's not a stoner movie in no world is that a stoner movie.
1: Is it because he smoked pot like once or twice? Show. Yeah, that, right. right. Like yeah.
0: that's no, that's a bullshit call on that. I'm I'm calling bullshit on that.
1: The next one is Wonder Boys again, because he smoked pot once or twice. Yeah, same. Uh Bob Bob Dylan Graham- did win
0: the did, Bob Dylan did win the Oscar for um best original song for uh, Things Have Changed from Wonder Boys. So maybe that plays into it.
1: Maybe, maybe. Carry on. Uh, The next one is Grandma's Boy. I don't know that one. Uh, uh, I think that's with, uh, it's like some of the guys from Adam, Adam Sandler's movies, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. And then Pineapple Express. Okay, out of all those movies, I would go that belong on this list, in my opinion. Friday, Big Lebowski, and Pineapple Express.
0: Agreed. Totally agree.
1: Where, okay. And, and, and Reefer question, Madness. And, and, I'll give you a
0: Reefer Madness. Too, okay. I think that's, Reefer that's, Madness that's, that's the just point. for the
1: name in itself. Okay. My question's back to Spin Magazine. Where are any Cheech and Chong movie?
0: Up in Smoke, Nice Dreams. Yeah. Any of them. <laughs> yeah. just, just give me
1: one. Yeah. One. Uh, next question is, where is Days to Confused?
0: That's the number one stoner movie of all time for my dollar. It's the best. I love it.
1: I mean- and and help me america if i if if i'm am I missing something else? I mean, it's just like that that's it's terrible list.
0: the scene where he talks about Martha Washington packing a bowl for George after he came in from a hard day in the field growing marijuana is just it's effing brilliant. I yeah. love that I movie,
1: mean, yeah. I mean, it's there's just so many things that don't belong on this list. Like, no. I'm sorry, Spin, but your list sucks. It does suck. It's terrible. It, it was. A, it's and, a bad and, one. And they and they have had pretty good lists on that. And as like I gotta say, this is the worst list I've ever. They've seen off their thing, and I'm trying to figure out where comments are. Apparently, it was such a bad oh, way. Here we go. Uh, Cheech, somebody else, Cheech and Chong. How high or how high, Cheech and Chong? What? There's a Dave Chappelle movie. With Jim Brewer, it's about getting stoned. That is belongs on this list much more than anything else. Wasn't there a and lot that, of smoking
0: that's... in "This Is the End"?
1: Half baked. There you go.
0: Half baked. How about "This Is the End"? weren't they smoking a lot in that?
1: I don't I think they were. That. I think yeah. so. So uh, I guess the the lesson here. I mean, people are ripping this part of like America Somebody said American Beauty and no Cheech and Chong. What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> I mean, it's it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, a gr- it's a good point. I mean, everybody is bringing up Cheech and Chong and Daisy Confused. Yeah. And then, oh, here's another one. Harold and Kumar.
0: Oh, God, like Harold it. and Kumar go to White Castle. Yes. Man, that's Jay a good Jay and one.
1: Silent Bob strike back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Any of the Kevin Smith uh, anthology would work perfectly.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's but a right. miss. So, yeah the list is terrible somebody put dude where's my car yeah yeah i mean it's like what's your
0: what's your favorite kevin smith movie by
1: the way ooh, that's uh probably clerks i love no mall rats is pretty mall rats should be on that i mean it's like there's a lot of bad i mean i like mall rats is pretty good too
0: my mine is either clerks or chasing Amy. and I probably lean to chasing yeah. Amy. I love chasing Amy Ch- so much
1: chasing, yeah, it is that that is that is a great movie. i, I always forget about that movie. And it was right when it's like if you want to see some funny kids, look at Ben Affleck in that movie. yes. and look at his teeth in that movie. <laughs> yeah, and then look at it in Armageddon. That's all or maybe it may not be in, I can't remember what it was, but hello veneers is all i have to say hello veneers yeah yeah well he had baked bean teeth and chasing amy
0: yep yep sure did um i love joey lauren adams in that era i just i'd love her i love her and she was in
1: days and confused as well and she was
0: in days and confused as well you're exactly right that's a good call um all right so let's move on uh the the stoner movie they missed spin magazine you missed sorry about that we shouted you out a couple weeks ago we're gonna pass on you this week Anything else you've watched on TV this week? Movies, TV?
1: Uh, we're still neck deep and we're trying to finish season three of uh, True Detective. I'm losing my wife left and right. She's yawning, watching her phone, not paying attention to it. But she's she's there. She's just not into it as much as I need her to be. But uh, still doing that. Um, so not really anything else. I did start Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, have that season. Uh the first episode's a little draggy. It's it, i think it's they're trying to do over the top Larry David, which yeah, is makes normal. Sense. But it's still I mean he just drives me crazy. It's just like he's he's such an idiot, but it's um but he's hilarious. And um I'm trying to think of anything else. Still watching Masters of Air. I gotta say it's I'm a little disappointed in it. Um and I'm hoping the last I think they have four episodes left. It's it's just amazing that that the the capital that's behind that show the special effects aren't better. They are mm. good at points, but they also look like drawn in airplanes on yeah. the screen. And yeah. and it's there's times where it's really really bad, but overall it's like there's moments where it's really really good, but there's also times where it's like it's very questionable like how how did hanks and spielberg miss on this one right so it it, right now it's it's ranking third in band of brothers pacific and uh that this one so of those three that was the consensus
0: when that when that came up uh sunday that was the consensus i think amongst you all who have started watching that that it was um kind of the weakest link on that right yeah Yeah. It's, Yeah.
1: it's some of the acting like I think Austin Butler is a pretty good actor, and some of the guys in there are pretty good. But there's the guy who's uh, – uh, the the movie with Colin Farrell that won, almost won the Oscar last year.
0: Oh, Brendan um, Gleeson? Oh, or yeah.
1: uh, Brendan Gleeson's in it?
0: No. Or Barry no, Keogh. It's
1: the, uh, yeah, he is, and he is – he his fake Brooklyn accent is tough. Oh, I see, I see. It's very bad. And gotcha. it's like in some of the acting is a little questionable. But overall, I mean, it, it's still third. And I'm hoping it gets better over the next four seasons or episodes. So other than that, what about you?
0: I got nothing. Uh, we are. We did not watch much this week. We we've got an episode of expats. we we'll are probably catch tonight. We are caught up on Night Country, True Detective. They've got a lot of work to do in one episode. If you're caught up with that, I still like it. Um, and we finished re I I finished my rewatch Elizabeth's first watch of true detective season one. And, uh, it's still just as good as ever. There are scenes in that, that look like they're out of a movie. And honestly, I think I've said it on the show. I don't know if I have, but I know that McConaughey won an Oscar for Dallas buyers club. I think season one of true detective is his best acting. He's unbelievably brilliant in that. And, uh, you know anyway, it's great, it's old. If you never watched it, watch it. Um, now, Richard, you guys did watch Maestro this weekend, is that right? Oh, yeah,
1: I did. I did forget about Maestro. I, I I have to say, it's just like, um, we are still very behind on our Oscar shows, but it's just like my leader for the Oscars is still Oppenheimer by a l- wide margin, almost like secretariat mar- margins or links. Um, maestro was I, I did it, it. I didn't like the way they took it it was like I thought we'd be celebrating his music more and instead we it was like watching the hot mess known as uh, um, Leonard Bernstein uh, yeah, yeah Leonard Bernstein so it was like and his wife like not accepting the fact that he was gay is the impression I got but it, so I could be reading that wrong or whatever but I gotta say it was kind of disappointing
0: they had a complex relationship, for sure. I, I still like the movie, but I like it less than I did when I saw it the first time. Um, I thought Bradley Cooper was great. I thought she was great. Uh, and, man, I, I, I'm i not going to get into this. We've got an Oscar show coming up, and we've got a recording date for that set, February 28th, uh, friends. So we'll have that up February 29th or March 1st. So just come back to us. We're going to talk all things Oscars. We have, we're going to have a big room. We have six people ready to talk about Oscars, and um, we've watched a lot of movies between us, and we all have a lot of differing opinions, so it's going to be very, very fun. So I'll promo that right now and just tell you uh, to come back and keep listening. So two weeks, we're going to record it. We're going to get it out, and it's going to be very fun. And with that, I will say we're about to wrap up. Now, this weekend, I'll have good stories next week. I've got a little President's Day trip coming up i'm not gonna talk too much about it i'll tell everybody about it next week i don't want to steal any thunder but we're gonna do a little fun stuff for president's day weekend and uh come back and tell some stories next week so should be very fun richard what do you have going this weekend are you uh anything fun or uh
1: i have family coming in my brother and uh niece and nephew are coming in all right uh, my very sister-in-law good. unfortunately has to work but uh we are uh uh we are all getting together and probably go out to dinner and take my mom out and stuff like that. Hanging so out with family mom. Time. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. And, Love it. And brother. So. Yep.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to get to tonight? Cause we've, we've I had a good run. I to bring
1: up Kentucky might have a new offense quarter the coordinator. They might not. I don't know what's going on, but uh, the buzz is the guy from Boise state. We've got Bush. That's all I'm going to say. Apparently we'll see if that finally, the contract finally wraps up, but Um, apparently he's not very liked in Boise right at the moment.
0: I can imagine. I can totally, totally imagine. Much as Liam Cohen is not liked much in the Commonwealth. Yeah. But with that, we will take it out of here then and sign off for the evening. We'll come back next week. Richard, um, you'll travel next week, I assume?
1: Yep. I'm on the road again.
0: Okay. Back to the Hoosier State. We will record remotely as we do, and we'll bring you back some good stuff. Uh, until then everybody have a great week and have a lot of fun be safe enjoy your president's day weekend if you get an extra day off that's awesome we are going to keep living our best lives you keep
1: living yours adios